Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome to a beautiful spring Saturday with Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And I am one of your hosts, and Cheryl other- Todd. Hey, oh, hey, hey, hey. Give me time Cheryl here. Cheryl who? <laughs> Cheryl Todd. Dan's excited. He wants to get going with this show. Well, we only have two hours, so you know. This is true. Uh, our theme today is protecting what we love. Cheryl, I love German chocolate cake. Am I going to protect that? You probably would, because you really love German chocolate cake. Yes, I do. I do. I love it. Hey, uh, our first, our, our guest, our first hour is Bill Romanelli. He is a spokesperson for the National Shooting Sports Foundation's Project Child Safe. Mm-hmm. And we have Ashley Suris. She's a assistant national program director at the Well Armed Woman and an NRA certified refuse to be a victim instructor. Then we have a second hour. We have uh, Cindy Harding, owner of Cindy's Concealed Carry Purses and is a personal protection instructor. And Autumn Parkin, she's a co-founder of Simply Armed. Autumn also recently told her personal story on Infringed, a for-the-record production on the Blaze TV. Autumn has been in the, the victim of attack not once but twice as a young adult and ultimately has chosen to take control of her personal safety, safety by becoming a responsible gun owner. Absolutely. I'm so excited to bring all of these people to the air today. And um, Ashley is actually someone that's been out uh, to some of our discussion panels, been on some of our discussion panels that we have at the Crossroads of the West Gun Show. Uh, Our next one is, what, April 24th. We're going to do it on a Sunday. And I'm pretty sure she's going to come back and join us. But uh, two months ago, she had refused to be a victim uh, course that she herself ran out there and I think it uh, it's just such a good rich program kind of helps you understand how to not need you know the tools that of protection like firearms that sort of thing how to keep yourself uh, from being uh, victimized so. yeah, I'm interested in autumn's story because I mean it, it's sad that people have to become a victim before they decide to protect themselves. We, we see so many people that that's happened to. Now, there's a lot that don't, but mm-hmm. it, sometimes it, take, it takes an, a, a problem to wake them up to decide, hey, I'm going to protect myself and make sure I'm not a victim anymore. Well, it's true, and I that's part of the reason that we do our weekly Responsibly Armed Citizen Report, because we are helping to make people aware that if crime visits you wherever and whenever it does— Now, it doesn't matter if you are, you know, if you live in some high rise somewhere with, uh, you know, all the money in the world, or if you're living in a a very... Trailer down by the river? (laughs) A van van down by by the the river? river. Yeah. um, Really. It's an equal opportunity thing, violence is and crime is. And so if we can learn from other people's experiences, then, you know... Right. And I think that, too, when we... 
when we hear the stories and we are aware of what's going on, it makes us a more more aware of our surroundings. Mm-hmm. And a lot of criminals can sense when somebody is scrambled and not really paying attention to what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they'll steer away from somebody that looks like they're confident and they know where they're going and where they're going to do when they get there, mm-hmm. right? So by hearing these stories, I think we do educate people in that matter to help them to become more positive and controlling of what they're doing mm-hmm. and aware. Aware, for sure. Well, um, we've got a few news stories that have happened this week that I want to get to. But real quick, I want to tell our listeners about something that's really cool that we've got going on out at our shop. We, uh, a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago now, we had a couple of Goodyear firefighters on. Uh, Gilbert Aguirre was one of them. And um, he has leukemia. He's developed leukemia. And since we had uh, Gilbert and Oscar Navarro was um, his friend that came on with us, since we had them on, another firefighter has come down with uh, cancer uh, of the sinuses of all the things. His name is Austin Peck. And so what we were doing for Gilbert was we're raffling off an AR-15, a a head down. Heads down, right. um, AR-15 platform rifle and he said let's I want to share the money with Austin because he's going his family's going through the same financial crisis that my family's going through all the medical bills time off work all that stuff and so uh, now we've put this raffle up for to benefit both of these fine public servants and so uh, our second annual First Responders Appreciation Day will be at azfirearms.com, 215 East Western Avenue, on Saturday, April 16th, from noon to 3 p.m. So bring the family for free food. There's going to be raffle prizes. Uh, the Goodyear Historic Fire Truck will be out there. And if you're a local business and you want to supply some things to be raffled off, there's still time. You can reach out to us. Uh, just Email us at talk at gunfreedomradio.com, talk at gunfreedomradio.com. And uh, Mayor Georgia Lord is going to be drawing the winning ticket. And we st- it's going to be a lot of fun. The last time we did it, uh, we had an injured Avondale, fire, um, Avondale police officer. And I couldn't believe the turnout. Everybody just came out to support him and to take part in some some fun and raffles and that sort of thing. So please, uh, you can buy raffle tickets online right now to support the Goodyear firefighters. You can go to azfirearms.com and in the search box, type in raffle. They're 10 bucks a piece. This gun, tell us a little bit about the gun, Dan. It's a heads down AR-15. It's fully loaded, a great, great gun. It's, it's valued at about $1,500. Uh, it's new. And all the money is going to help that. I mean, it's, we're not getting anything out of this. Absolutely. So anyway, check that out and please come and join us. All right. Something but in... But you said free food too, right? Free food. Well, who, what kind of food are we going to have there? Oh, probably burgers and dogs and all that so kind I'm of gonna stuff. So I'm going to quit eating right now and I'm going to be ready for that. <laughs> going to store up. Yeah. All right. Well, one of the news articles I wanted to get to was there was a, a shooting at our nation's capital, I believe it was a week ago today or something. Um, and one of the news stories that came out was from uh, Nikki Gozer. She was our guest, I think it was last week, and John R. Lott. Uh, and they, um, they're talking about, in the wake of the shooting, should the Capitol remain gun-free? 
Now, that's just a, a question to ponder. I want you to think about that. But there was two things in the article that I wanted to point out. Uh, the first paragraph in this article was dated uh, 329-16. says, like so many mass public shootings, the gunman who attacked the U.S. Capitol on Monday first tried shooting a uniformed officer. So they identified the one person that could possibly shoot back, and that was the person that they were trying to take out first. So fortunately, the lone gunman was quickly subdued, and no one other than the attacker was seriously injured, but it raises questions of what would have happened if it had been a more coordinated terrorist attack. And do, do we have things in place there, and would more armed, responsibly armed citizens help to even just deter those kinds of things from even happening. And uh, on at the, the end of the article, uh, it says, those advocating for gun-free zones claim that permit holders will accidentally shoot bystanders or that the arriving police will shoot the permit holders because they'll be confused about who the bad guy is. That's fairly legitimate to think about, um, but think about this. Concealed carry holders have stopped shootings in malls, churches, schools, universities, busy downtowns, wherever, many, many times. And not once have the permit holders been shot at by a by or have been shot a bystander, nor have the police ever accidentally shot the permit holder. So uh, this comes from the Crime Prevention Research Center. And, you know, they're they're pretty level headed, logical, just the facts, ma'am kind of people. And so for them to make a blanket statement like that, I tend to believe it at least enough to, to research it some more and consider uh, possibly that's something we should be thinking about. Well, there's a lot of circumstances. I mean, there are times when uh, plainclothes police officers were shot by uniformed police officers because they couldn't be identified. And it is our responsibility as uh, responsible gun owners that if we use a gun to stop a crime, that we need to know that when police get there, how to handle ourselves to make sure that they don't think we're also part of that. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, it could happen. But I think overall, in the scope of things, that it we live in a world that we need to have secure, you know, we yeah. need to have people there with, with guns to help defend. Which is the, the lesser of evils, I guess, right. is what you're you're saying, right. or the, the, greater, the greater good. For me, I go along with John Lott, and I say more guns equal less crime. But that's if the guns are in safe, responsible firearms owners, trained right. hands. Right, and a trained person is going to know that, hey, I need everyone to know I have a firearm when I, when I use it and that I'm, I'm making sure that I'm you know, not going to be the victim here. Okay, well, another story I wanted to touch on very quickly was that um, a man walks into a Target store. He goes to the kitchen section. He opens a package that it contains some kind of a knife, and he stabs himself and commits suicide right there in the Target store. That, that's, I don't know how that could happen, because have you ever tried to open one of those packages <laughs> of knives? You need a knife to open it. Well, that aside, it, this story struck me for a number of reasons. One, it was a tragic thing and a, a, such an odd choice of places to end your life. But I was thinking that we've hardly heard anything about it, right? Had this man walked into a gun store... Uh, looked at a piece of their inventory, secretly, surreptitiously loaded it, and then committed a suicide with it in the store. Do you think that we would have heard about it nonstop? 
on oh. the news. Yeah, Obama would be like, uh, let's go to the White House and talk about this. He would have, I'm sure of it. And, you know, the president's so fond of saying he had no problem getting a hold of a weapon. Well, and then the other thing before we run to commercial is, you know, Hillary Clinton is so fond of wanting to hold firearms manufacturers responsible for things that happen with firearms. I wonder if she's going to go after the knife manufacturer. We should have protection from knives and we should we should be like they do in Mars. There's no <laughs> knives on Mars. Hey, now you're feisty today. All right, stick around. We have got a great show. When we come back, we have got Mr. Bo- Bill Romanelli of the NSSF Project Child Safe coming right up. This is Larry Elder, proud American and someone who believes in the American dream. I know because I'm proof of it. On my show, we'll talk news, politics, and debate the burning social issues of the day. And I promise you, each day you will learn something new and you will feel empowered on The Larry Elder Show. Join me for my exciting debut beginning Monday, April 4th, right here. The Larry Elder Show, weekdays from 8 to 11 p.m., right after The Seth Liebson Show at 6, right here on 960, The New Patriot. For straight shooting, look to the biggest little gun shop in the West, azfirearms.com, where they have everything you need to be a safe and responsible gun owner. Huge selection and a friendly and knowledgeable staff. They're my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours, too. And when you go, tell them old Don Collier sent you. Come in for AZ Firearms' huge gun buying event taking place now until the end of the month. From single items to entire collections, AZ Firearms pays you the highest values for your guns. Long guns, handguns, military, western, even your old brass and ammo. We buy it all. Find us online at azfirearms.com. That's azfirearms.com. Or visit us off I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 Western Avenue in historic Avondale. Don't miss the AZ Firearms huge gun buying event now through the end of the month. Check us out online at azfirearms.com or stop on by AZ Firearms, the largest small gun shop in Arizona. Straight talk, honest answers, the Car Pro Show. We haven't even talked at all about the uh, new Land Rover that you're driving. This thing does drive great, but I gotta tell you something. This is one gas sucking son of a gun. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm getting 10 miles to the gallon. Wow. This is not the car you want if gas goes to $4 a gallon. Or five. Man. Email Jerry Riddles at carproshow.com. Listen to the Car Pro Show every Saturday night from 10 p.m. to midnight, right here on 960 The Patriot. When you're working hard to beat debt, you got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of hundreds just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, household items, to cars, boats, guns, and more at potofgoldestate.com. Or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more, visit potofgoldestate.com. potofgoldestate.com. 
pick you up after school. Okay, I got it. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine, and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, educate, and inform. Sponsored by AZ Firearms, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. The theme of our show today is protecting what we love. And our first guest is Bill Romanelli. He's from the National Shooting Sports Foundation Project Child Safe. Hi, Bill. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? It's you, you, you can't believe it. This weather is beautiful here. Things are going great. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. Thanks hey, for having me on. I really appreciate oh, it. Oh, you're welcome. We're, we're glad to have you. Hey, what is Project Child Safe? Sure. Project Child Safe, uh, it's a program of the National Shooting Sports Foundation, which, as your listeners may well know, is uh, the trade association for the firearms industry. And at its core, uh, Project Child Safe is a program that's all about um, teaching gun owners about uh, proper storage and encouraging them to store their arms, firearms responsibly to prevent uh, accidents, theft, or misuse. Well, we had something happen here locally in the Phoenix area this week that I, I had shared with you off the air that this ties so perfectly with um, a, a second grader took a, a firearm, his parents' firearm, to school. It was unloaded. But he took it there for show and tell. So uh, I believe that if the family had been using Operation Child Safe, <laughs> it would have been secured, and so he could not have taken it to school. So it yep. made me think of you. Yeah, I, I remember reading that story, and um, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, first of all, you know, thank God there was no accident or tragedy that occurred uh, as a result of that. But yes, you know. I think the first question everybody asks when they see a story like that is, how did this kid get his hands on the gun? Because he certainly should not have. Right. Bill, the, the biggest problem is, you know, there's a lot of people that come into our shop and they want to buy a gun and they're very concerned about the child's safety and how to handle the gun and all that. And then we have the others that just want to buy a gun and they don't want to worry about the responsibilities of own, owning a gun. How do we reach them? Well, you know, it's it's... Again, at its core, our program is about you know making the, the tools available. But the broader um, aspect of Project Child Safe is really about education. And you don't want to scare folks and just talk about accidents. But the fact of the matter is, is I think if there's one thing gun owners really care about, it's making sure their guns aren't stolen. And so you know you can think of this as you know an aspect of theft prevention. And there's lots of varieties of and options available out there to help people store their firearms in a safe and secure manner. And when you look at some of the, the technology out there, the biometric safes and things like that, you can actually access your firearm faster than you could if uh, you just had it in a drawer loose by your bedstand. Right, because you know where it's always at and you know what position it's in in the safe. And the safes are getting really cheap now. I mean, it's almost, there's no excuse for not having one. 
Almost. And, you know, certainly with some of the programs we do through some of our um, online promotions, we actually give some of those gun vaults away, too. So we certainly are trying to overcome every obstacle to people storing their firearms in a way that they still feel secure, but at the same time, you know, they're not being accessed by unauthorized people. Well, you know, people are concerned about, well, if I've got my firearm locked up, it's more difficult for me to get to it and to protect myself. What, what do you say to those people? You know, there's a, there are a handful of videos out there where, you know, obviously they're, they're put together by some of the manufacturers of these devices, but they've actually run stopwatches on people where they actually had one great one I saw was literally they had somebody who had a gun loose in a drawer next to their bed, and they had another person who had one of these uh, fingerprint-operated gun vaults, and they timed them. And the person with the gun vault actually had the gun in their hand faster. You wow. know? So, I mean... Our, our philosophy on this is, you know, we want people to store the firearms safely when they're not in use. Certainly, if you're somebody who feels like, for the purpose of self-protection and home defense, you need to have access to a firearm, we would consider that in use. That said, there are ways to store that firearm in a way that, you know, again, unauthorized individuals cannot get their hands on it. And what would you say to people that, that say, well, you know, accidental discharges or negligent discharges, what they're really called, right? <laughs> Um, they aren't that big of a deal. They don't happen that often. How how much of a problem are uh, we really facing when we look at accidental firearm deaths? Well, you know, it, there's no question that the the number of these accidental fatal, fatal firearm fatalities have actually been going down. And I think that's a testament to the fact that programs like Project Child Safe and other programs out there that, again, emphasize safe storage and fi- safe firearm uh, practices are having an impact. That doesn't mean they still don't happen, of course, and that's what we're trying to continue to prevent. Now, is this a brand new program, or how long has it been around? I'm glad you asked. It's actually been around since 1999. It was originally launched as Project Home Safe, and then it changed into Project Child Safe after about uh, three or four years. And I should say that, you know, the program, like I said, that the broad issue is about education, but the centerpiece of the program is we give away a free gun lock um, through... Uh, partnerships with law enforcement. We give them free gun locks to give out in their community. And since we started this program 15, 16 years ago, we've given away 37 million of these locks. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's a big success, and the demand is incredible. I mean, even today, you know, we probably get requests for upwards of 1,000 locks, 2,000 locks every couple of days. That's how much the demand is out there for this. That's incredible. I mean, you might look at that number and say, that's potentially 37 million <laughs> people's lives maybe you saved because they if they're properly using the lock that they were supplied with for free that's right you know right? it's one of those things you know we'll never know how many accidents didn't happen or how many kids didn't get hurt or killed mm-hmm. um, and you know what i think i think we're okay living without knowing that information because the fact is that people are implementing these these safe storage practices you know what what i love and not not to turn the show to any kind of a political thing with you right now but the the negative flack really that like the NRA gets and they even do Eddie Eagle programs to help protect children and teach them what to do if they encounter a firearm and then you guys have the gun safe program the NSSF has the gun safe or the child safe program and somehow we just don't really hear about those things in the mainstream media but then we have these other groups that, you oh, know. Oh, no, she's going to say Bloomberg. I just can hear it coming. 
And they aren't doing anything about uh, safety. And I, I just but think they, you guys are getting a bad rap. But they label it as safety. Gun well, safe neighborhoods, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I mean, fundamentally, there's a very big difference between talking about firearm safety and then walking the talk. And that's what this program does. You know, we don't just talk about safety and say, hey, here's some educational materials. We're providing the gun locks. We're putting them out there. We're actually giving the people to the tools they need. I mean, literally, it takes three seconds, four seconds to take a firearm lock and put it on the firearm and make it secure, you know. So we're putting the tools in people's hands. We're delivering on, on the commitment. And that's, you know, one of the things I really want to get across to your audience. And the reason we want people to embrace this program and be part of it is because I think, you know, speaking for myself, certainly, gun owners are tired of being demonized for exercising our Second Amendment right. We're tired of being labeled as the bad guys. And we want something that we can rally around to say it's not enough to say that, you know, we're responsible and we safe or care. We're trying to show that we demonstrate this. And this is giving something, uh, this is something that all gun owners can rally around. Can I just get an amen? That was- <laughs> amen. <laughs> Seriously, you said it so perfectly, so beautifully. And, you know, at our store, we are constantly telling people, okay, in the state of Arizona, you don't even have to have a concealed carry license, for example. But we encourage everybody to go through the classes. Why? For the training. Right. You don't have to lock up your gun, but we encourage you to lock up your gun with programs like Project Child Safe. Why? For and- safety. And, you know, the fact of the matter is, is would you rather, you know, lock up your gun voluntarily or would you rather have the government tell you to do it? I mean, the fact of the matter is, is I think, you know, gun owners, by and large, the vast majority of them are committed to safety, committed to responsibility. This is just one of the ways they can show that. Exactly. All right. Well, stick around, Bill. We've got more to chat with you right after this break. Hi folks, I'm Don Kyer. If you're looking for the biggest little gun shop in the West, look to azfirearms.com. They have 1,100 guns in stock and a knowledgeable staff to help you find just the right firearm for you. azfirearms.com is my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours too. Come in for AZ Firearms' huge gun buying event taking place now until the end of the month. From single items to entire collections, AZ Firearms pays you the highest values for your guns. Long guns, handguns, military, western, even your old brass and ammo. We buy it all. Find us online at azfirearms.com. That's azfirearms.com. Or visit us off I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 Western Avenue in historic Avondale. Don't miss the AZ Firearms huge gun buying event now through the end of the month. Check us out online at azfirearms.com or stop on by AZ Firearms, the largest small gun shop in Arizona. The journey to retirement can be scary and complicated. For the best advice and guidance to navigate through the financial world, listen to the Fullerton Financial Hour with Stephanie Fullerton every Saturday afternoon at 4. Make sure you're not making mistakes during the planning process. Know what to watch out for and how to craft the most secure plan possible. If peace of mind is something that you want as you prepare for retirement, don't miss the Fullerton Financial Hour with Stephanie Fullerton every Saturday afternoon at 4 right here on KKNT 960, The Patriot. 
Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy, and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting, military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town, Avondale, off the I-10 and Dysart Road, and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. America, welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 6 to 8 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Looking to see what's up next on The Hugh Hewitt Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, educate, and inform. It's sponsored by AZ Firearms, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. The theme of our show today is protecting what we love, and we're talking with Bill Romanelli from the National Shooting Sports Foundation Project Child Safe. Bill, I just want to talk about this lockbox thing real quick. Um, how important that is, because, you know, you put a gun in a drawer, your wife comes in, puts some books on top of it, then you need the gun. You can't. You got to dig for it, and then you you got you only got a few seconds before you react to a reason why you have to get your gun out in the first place. Having it in a lockbox with nothing but the gun in it is a, so smart of an idea. I didn't think about it. It's it's great because then you know exactly where it is, what position it's in, everything. Right. Yep. It's very handy, and you know it's important to point out. You know that's not the only option out there available, but certainly you know for people who are most concerned about having access to their gun quickly as opposed to, you know, having like a gun safe or some other method of just storing hunting weapons and things like that. You know, again, there's a whole variety of uh, options for your lifestyle. And we've even got an, um, a graphic on our website at projectchildsafe.org that kind of walks you through what the various options are, some of the pros and cons, and some of the things to think about before you make a purchase um, of what's going to work for you. And i like to make sure our listeners that are single and living by themselves, the lockbox is just important for them because they all have guests that come over. 
That's right. And, you know, we talk to grandparents a lot, too, because grandparents say, hey, my kids are out of the house. Um, but you know what? Your, your children come over and bring your grandkids over. And so it's, it's important. And I think, you know, also it's an important consideration, you know, whether you own guns or not, it's really important for parents to talk to their kids about what to do if they see a gun, if they find a gun, or if they're at a friend's house and their friend pulls out their parent's gun. And, um, you know, whether you, again, whether you own a gun or not, that's a really important conversation to have. And uh, we have something else on our website. We have a video called How to Talk to Your Kids About Firearm Safety that is actually a tool to help parents have that actual conversation. That is a great video, by the way. Julie Golub, I think, hosts that one, right? That's right. Yep, National Shooting Sports Champ, uh, Army veteran, and a mom herself. She's awesome. Well, I, I want to have you talk to the folks about, you mentioned discount program. I'm sorry? You mentioned a discount program? That oh, is... we do a promotion um, a couple times a year where um, we ask people to, you know, watch a video or share something on Facebook or something like that uh, about Project Child Safe. And when they do that, they get entered into a, um, essentially a drawing, and we'll, we give away five to ten prizes a year. And last year, uh, we got a nice contribution from Liberty Safes. Uh, they gave oh, wow. us five uh, gun vaults to give away. And uh, we're going to be trying to do a similar program here in the next probably six to eight weeks. Very good. Well, tell folks, uh, how do people find NSSF? How do they learn more about this program online? All those things. Sure. Well, the, the Project Child Safe has its own website at projectchildsafe.org, from which you can link to the National Shooting Sports Foundation and find out about all of their. They have uh, an amazing number of programs, as you know, from you know, First Shots to some of the other great programs they do as well. Um, and then from there, uh, there's a couple options. Once you're on projectchildsafe.org, you can uh, look at our safety page, which has our complete library of safety materials. This is great for folks like you who run their own businesses and might want to just have some educational material on their countertops to hand out to customers. That's all available as PDFs. Just print it out, make copies, and uh, give it out to your customers. Awesome. We also have um, an interactive map on there where if you want to find where you can get a free gun lock in your community, just click on Find a Toolkit, and uh, it'll bring up a map of the U.S. Click on your state and find your city. That is fantastic. Now, before I let you go, I want to tell folks that you are not just a representative of the NSSF Project Child Safe. You are also a co-author of a book. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's true. Um, I... I partnered with a gentleman by the name of Craig DiMartino, who is an uh, internationally renowned uh, climber, uh, probably most famous for the fact that uh, he had an accident and fell 100 feet mm. and ended up losing his uh, right leg below the knee, but got back into climbing and became the first amputee to climb uh, El Capitan in less than a day. Unbelievable. It's, yes. Uh, it's just a real heartwarming, encouraging book, right? Yes, and it's, you know, it's a much of a story about his um, spiritual healing uh, as it is about his physical healing. Um, he had a, an incredible journey uh, with God through this, and it's, uh, I think that's, you know, the most compelling part of his story. Wow, I love it. Well, I'm so glad that uh, I met you at the SHOT Show, actually. I'd gone for a book signing uh, for Katie Pavlich for her new book, um, and you were standing at the booth and we struck up a conversation. It was like, oh my gosh, you're an author too. So <laughs> we're everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> it's so true. Well, Bill, thank you so much for uh, being on the show. And uh, everybody can get your book after the fall through Amazon, right? 
yes, thank you for, for mentioning that. But I really want to emphasize as well that um, we really want to make sure that if you're a gun owner, you know, our mantra is own it, respect it, secure it. And uh, let's all work together on this to make sure that uh, we're not being demonized anymore. Perfect. Thank you so much, Bill. All right, well, stick around. We have much more to come right after this break. for change. You want something that's actually better. And 960 has real change for you. Starting April 4th, we're bringing you a new Patriot with a fresh new lineup. Hugh Hewitt takes you into work every morning from 5 to 8 a.m. Mike Gallagher moves to 8 with Dennis Prager airing 10 to 1. Afternoons, Michael Medved is 1 to 3 with Mark Levin now live from 3 to 6. Seth Liebson 6 to 8 and Larry Elder from 8 to 11. It all starts April 4th on your home for Decision 2016. 960, the new Patriot. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband, Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Is your driveway, pool, deck, patio, or sidewalk old and cracked? Save money and don't tear it out. Cover it with Enviro Rubber Paving. Poured in place and proven over 15 years to provide a cooler, strong, durable, and safe surface for parking, walking, playing, and even running. Enviro Rubber Paving can solve your broken concrete and asphalt problems in just one day. Call 1-800-919-5945 or visit EnviroPaving.com. That's 1-800-919-5945 or click EnviroPaving.com. Franchise is now available in the Phoenix area. When you're working hard to beat debt, you got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of hundreds just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collection. They specialize in everything from antiques, household items, to cars, boats, guns, and more at potofgoldestate.com. Or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more, visit potofgoldestate.com. potofgoldestate.com. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. 
Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for their mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. And we appreciate you being here with us today. We know that your lives are busy. You could be doing any number of things. And and we hope that you're doing some of those things and taking us with you. Uh, You've got the mobile app. You've got maybe on demand later. A lot of our listeners, I know, uh, go to our webpage at gunfreedomradio.com. Click the on demand tab and our whole series of, of radio uh, broadcast episodes are all right there. And we also have a guest tab. So any guest we've ever had on, you can go on and read a little bit about them. And there's links that take you to their social media pages and their websites and that sort of thing. And we have some exciting news that's only available on our website it's coming soon. So true. So you want to check in with that. And we want you to be part of the conversation. We view this as a conversation and we want to hear what's on your mind. You sit and listen to us for two hours, let us listen to you. So email us at talk at gunfreedomradio.com or message us on Facebook or give us a tweet on Twitter and uh, let us hear from you. All right, well, we have somebody awesome waiting in the wings right now, and I want to introduce you to her. Her name is Ashley Suris of The Well-Armed Woman, and she is also a certified NRA refused to be a victim instructor. And today our theme is protecting what we love. So this is the perfect conversation to have and the perfect person to have it with. Ashley, are you there? I am. Well, thank you for joining us. So, you, you know, you're certified to help people learn how to safely and responsibly handle firearms. That's part of the well-armed woman training, right? Right. But, but you're also part of this refuse to be a victim. So that's more about avoiding maybe needing to use your firearm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, exactly. I think I think two things that all gun owners can agree on is we all want to protect ourselves and the ones that we love. And the last thing we ever want to do is have to use our firearm. So what this this led me to refuse to be a victim because I started to come to the realization and wish I would have come to it sooner that self-protection and personal safety isn't just a one-stop shop doing it in an afternoon errand. It's a it's a process and it's a progression and it's ongoing. Well, that's, I mean, perfectly stated because, you know, you don't just magically wake up and know how to be constantly aware of your circumstance, your, you know, situation and all that. You have to integrate it into your life. Exactly, exactly. And that's a lot of what Refuse to Be a Victim is all about. It's a, uh, it's a four-hour crime prevention and personal safety seminar that the NRA developed back in 1993. And what it does is it focuses heavily on the importance of situational awareness in your life. Mm-hmm. I think that is something that we can't talk about enough right now because our cell phones are the next newest major distraction in our lives. I think we were distracted before cell phones, but now forget about it. 
Yeah, you can't go anywhere without seeing people's noses buried to their cell phones as they're walking along. It's true. And don't you just imagine that bad guys very much look for that. Exactly, exactly. They're always going to be looking for an easy target. And what you want to do is not be that target. You want to shrink the target that's on your back and make yourself look like a harder target than, say, the person next to you, as bad as that sounds. <laughs> you just don't <laughs> want to be the target, period. Exactly. So um, the seminar, you said it's like a four-hour long seminar, and they're available all across the country, right? Not just here in Arizona. Exactly. Yeah, there's instructors all across the country putting on this seminar. It's usually about four hours. Uh, but what's great about it is it's customizable to the needs of the students in the class. You can tailor it for the elderly. You can tailor it for parents with children, for college students, um, safety in the workplace. It can really be tailored to the needs of the group that are registered to take it. So how does the seminar help us protect what we love? Sure. What it does is it kind of it walks you through exactly what situational awareness is, defines it out, explains it. Um, it walks you through something called levels of awareness. It's a color-coded scale system that helps you identify just how aware you are and can help guide you through a decision-making and reaction process if you ever do feel threatened. It'll cover topics like mental preparedness, home, physical, and automobile safety. It discusses self-defense training and personal protection devices and then just talks about and presents different situations that might arise in your life and, and provides ideas and tricks and tactics on how you can keep yourself safe in those situations. Well, I think a lot of times when people hear about a program like this, they think, oh, we're going to start flipping each other over our backs and using our keys as <laughs> weapons and that sort of thing. Is there that anything like that in the Refuse to Be a Victim? Not really, no. It comes down to more of just paying attention to what's going on around you. Mm -hmm. I think the, the biggest takeaway I had from the course when I took it was the body can't do what the mind has never considered. Wow. Wow, that's, that's really important to, to think about. And as I'm looking on the website here while we're talking, I love some of these. Uh, I don't even know if they're topics you teach, but one, of course, is always be aware of your surroundings. That's what we've been talking about. But trust your instincts and your gut feelings. I mean, they spell it out right there. They do, and that's so important. It is, and always have a personal safety strategy in place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not talking about going around and having a, a plan for everything you do. It's, it's not possible and it's not practical because life happens and there's just too many variables for us to control. But what it wants you to take away is that you're keeping your eyes on what's going on around you and you're looking around for things that could present themselves as a threat. And if you see that potential, you're looking for ways to avoid it. Ashley, I'm, I'm listening to you guys and, and it makes me think I'm a lion in the, in the jungle and I see these herd of animals and I'm looking for the weakest animal. And it's sort of like that's what the criminal is doing too. He's the lion in the parking lot and he's looking for the distracted, weak, not paying attention type person. And having this program is a great way to make you not be in that category. Yes, exactly. That's the whole purpose of it. 
And so we can envision, like Dan was talking about, all the people that we've seen wandering around parking lots. I can't remember where they put their car. I'm raising my hand. I'm guilty. They're searching through their purse looking for their keys. I'm raising my hand again. Are they're falling falling in fountains with their phones? (laughs) Yeah, I never fell in a fountain at somebody else. But anyway, but what we don't think about so much is maybe how to be safer online, cybersecurity. Yeah, it it talks about that and things to to watch for and kind of like red flags for technology. Well, and here's something that, again, I I know I've been guilty of, but they say you should never post, I'm in Disneyland right now. And why should you not post, I'm in Disneyland right now? Because your house isn't. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly it. And that's something that I honestly had never thought about. I mean, it seems so obvious once somebody says it to you, but if you post you're out shopping or you're on the other side of the country or you're in a different country, that's an immediate, oh, their house is empty. Let's go rob it. Well, and checking in on Facebook is like such a thing right now. And, mm-hmm. and having the Refuse to be a Victim program so fresh in my mind, every time I see somebody do that, I feel like, should I text them right now and tell them, <laughs> you're being yeah, unsafe? <laughs> well, just send a copy of that Facebook post to your house sitter at the same time. Can you <laughs> do that? There you go. There you go. Well, and that's the thing is that, you know, maybe you do have a house sitter. Maybe you're in Disneyland, but the rest of your family's at home. But I still think that it's a smart thing to realize that if we're constantly telling everybody where we are, Not only are we telling them where we're not, but, you know, what if you have a stalker and they say, oh, well, so-and-so just checked in at the local restaurant. So I know that I'm going to be able to go and find that person there right now. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. So people that are like, well, you know, I've I've taken other self-defense courses and I have my CCW. So I pretty much, you know, I've heard it all. What would you say to them about why this would still be valuable for them? Well, I I think it's dangerous thinking to ever assume that you know it all or you've heard it all. One of the great things, at least in the course that I was in, was it wasn't just the instructor standing up in the front of the room talking for four hours. It opened up a discussion and a dialogue between the instructor and the students and their personal experiences and things that they've done that have worked or things that they've done that haven't worked but now hindsight, of course, 2020 being perfectly clear, they understand what they wish they would have done. So it created just this amazing conversation and idea sharing. Ashley, I've lived here quite a while. I'm, my age, I'm not going to tell you, but it's up there. And <laughs> I thought I knew everything. And since we started this radio show, there are so many things I wasn't aware of that helps me now with, may have caused me not to get into a problem because I am much more aware now. So the program that you're doing is a great way to uh, to help keep you from getting in trouble. Right, right. And a refresher is never a bad thing, right? Right. Absolutely. Oh, never. One, one of the subjects on the website is automobile security. What? Give us an example of that. Sure. Um, so it's Arizona. It's the best time of year. We're all driving around with our windows all the way down. And I think... It's something that I had never really considered before, but how easy is it for a bad guy at a stoplight to reach into your car when that window's all the way down? Mm. Or um, the my favorite example from the course, my instructor pointed out as you're, we all pull up to the stoplight and you pull up to the guy right, by, right in front of you and everybody scoots forward and inches forward. Um, but a great safety tap, topic that he pointed out was if you park far enough back, 
to where you can see the tires on the car in front of you, you can always maneuver maneuver around them oh. and get away from a p- potentially dangerous situation. Right. And do you know how hard it is to protect yourself when you're sitting in a car and somebody's standing outside the car? You can't move. You can't. You can't. Strapped in with yeah. your seatbelt. Exactly. You're very limited. Right. It's true. And then another topic is travel security. Can you give us an example of what that would be like? Yeah, like you said, uh, don't post on Facebook when you're traveling. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty simple right there. Pretty simple, pretty simple. That and just paying attention to what's going on around you. And then as you're out, don't forget about back home. Maybe you've got timers on your lights to turn those on and off, or you've got somebody checking in on the house. Just while you're out, don't forget about what's going on back at home. That's brilliant. And then I love that you guys even touch on the psychology of criminals. So you want us to be thinking like the bad guy thinks. Exactly, exactly. You had a great point about the lion in the jungle. They're they're predators. They're going to treat victims like a victim, like like prey. Mm-hmm. They're looking for the easy opportunity, the way out to to get what it is they're after with the path of least resistance. Absolutely. Right. And and if you're if you're not thinking that any minute now I'm going to be attacked, they have the advantage because they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. We have to to be defensive. We have to be aware of our surroundings because if we're not, then we're going to be surprised, right? Exactly. Less exactly. time to react. We're at the disadvantage as a victim of being the reactor, not right. the uh, attacker. So our our time to make our decisions is a lot less than the guy that's just decided to attack us. Very good. Well, be sure to tell uh, our listeners, how do they get involved with Refuse to Be a Victim? Are are there online courses or do you have to go to one physically? And also share with people that uh, you are part of the Well-Armed Woman and how would they get involved in that? Sure. So you can find more information about the Refuse to Be a Victim program at rtbav.nra.org. And then you can also look for classes in your area by going to nrainstructors.org and just searching the Refuse to Be a Victim class. Um, as far as the shooting chapter program, you can find all kinds of information about us at twawshootingchapters.org, or you can send us an email at info at twawshootingchapters.org. Fantastic. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for taking time on your Saturday, which I'm sure is a family day for you, and, and telling us a little bit more about how to stay safe. Thank you so much for having me, Cheryl. Absolutely. Bye now. Bye-bye. Well, stick around. We still have our second hour, and we have our Responsibly Armed Citizen Report, Dan's Tip of the Week, and our next guest is Cindy Harding of Cindy's Concealed Carry Purses. Stick around. 